You see, God loves the underdog. But do you know why? It's because the truth is we're all underdogs because none of us have a chance to live an overcoming life all by ourselves. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. One balmy day in the South Pacific, a Navy ship spotted smoke coming from one of three huts on an uncharted island. Upon arriving at the shore, they were met by a shipwrecked survivor. He said, man, I'm so glad you're here. I've been alone on this island for more than five years. The captain replied, if you're all alone on the island, why do I see three huts? The survivor said, well, I live in one, and I go to church in another. What What about the third hut? That's where I used to go to church. We didn't get a chance to talk, by the way. Okay, how many know that God loves the underdog? Well, he does, and history proves it. You can just about pick any subject, and I can give you an example. You can start in the Bible. How about Joseph? He was an underdog. He was was the youngest brother, and he was abused all the time, and he became a man of God and rose to prominence. And, And David... He was an underdog, also the youngest. No one even considered him for anything, but God did. And do you think it was an accident that God chose the most unlikely person to become the greatest king? I don't think so. And let's talk modern times. How about business? A gentleman named Truett Cathy was a good old boy from Georgia who had a restaurant and knew how to make a great chicken sandwich. But when he started... To branch out, his initial mission statement had nothing to do with serving chicken. His mission statement went like this. It said, our mission is to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us today. Now today there are thousands of Chick-fil-A restaurants around the world that live by that statement. And so it's not, it's not the cows on the billboard saying eat more chicken that makes this so successful, don't you think? It's because God honored this man's commitment. You see, God loves the underdog. In modern-day ministry, the examples are many. Billy Graham was a painfully shy young man before he became a Christian. I don't have to tell you what he accomplished. T.D. Jakes had a terrible stutter problem. But today, both of these people have incredible ministries that reach... Millions of people every week. You see, God loves the underdog. But do you know why? It's because the truth is, we're all underdogs. Because none of us have a chance to live an overcoming life all by ourselves. But just look at what can happen when God becomes the center of our life. 
We go from being an underdog to heavily favored to win. We go from being a long shot to can't be beat. I think I just did a first. I just referred to your Christian walk in horse racing terminology. (laughs) But listen to me. If you're discouraged today, if you feel like you're an underdog, I'm here to tell you that God has an underdog story already written for your life. He's already planned your unlikely but amazing destiny. He doesn't intend for you to do it by yourself. He's going to inspire you. He's going to intervene for you. And he's going to turn your weakness into your strength. And he's going to provide you everything you need to fulfill your purpose and become a champion. In Jesus' name. Are you ready for a comeback in your life? Stay tuned to hear how God intends to create an amazing testimony for your life. And your comeback story is part of it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. You know, I, I really do want to encourage some people today. I know that some of you are dealing with financial issues that you may never have dealt with before. Some of you, some of you may have something else that has put your life into a tailspin right now. It may be a family issue or a health issue or it's just been a very difficult time. In fact, these times may be creating pressure that makes you feel helpless and hopeless and sometimes you may even feel like giving up. So I want to tell you a few things that you need to hear. The first thing I want to tell you that if you're hurting like that today, you are in the right place. Because the house of God and this house of God is all about hope. And no matter what you're going through right now, you can't give up. Because there is hope for you and your situation through Jesus Christ. And you know, we all have faced periods in our life when we go through tough times. But I believe that God has a comeback story planned for every one of us. Let me tell you a comeback story that I was once a part of. Years ago, our church fast pitch softball team made it to the final championship game. And we were getting beat really bad. 
in the last inning with two outs, our worst player was up to bat. I don't think he had had a hit all year long. We were already packing up our gear in the dugout. Well, he walked up to the plate, and miraculously, he walked and reached first base. Well, then the pitcher hit the next batter, and there, now there's two on. After that, another got on base because of an error. And with each guy that reached base, our faith began to grow a little bit. Finally, our best hitter got up to hit, which was the winning run. Not only did our faith soar, but at that point, we began to really believe that we could win. Now, this will probably embarrass him, but a side note here was that our best hitter was actually my brother Glenn, who's sitting over there. And when Glenn hit the ball out of the park for a home run, and we won the game and the championship, I'll never forget the exhilaration of that moment. And when I look back at that comeback, I'm reminded of something that we need to remember when we're down and things aren't going our way and it's not looking good. And that is we have to let the good things in our life come out and use them to build our faith. You see, with each player that reached first base, our faith began to grow. We went from hopeless to hopeful. We went from never had a chance to we're going to win. No matter what situation we find ourselves in. We need to grab hold of God's truth and his promises and rise out of the depression and live expecting a comeback in our life. And with each and every blessing that we do have, we need to proclaim it with all the assurance that all things work together for the good for those that love the Lord. You just can't give up. There's always hope in Jesus' name. As long as I'm talking baseball, I'm reminded about what the great New York Yankee coach, Yogi Berra, said. He said, it ain't over till it's over. Here's three more things to remember so that you never give up and that you can begin the journey on your comeback. The first one is this, never give up on what God has promised you. The word says, let's not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we have a harvest to reap if we don't give up. Listen, God knows what he's promised. He's not going to forget it, and he's not going to forget you. The second thing is never give up on what Christ has purchased. You see, the Lord paid the price, and he sacrificed everything for us. He has great expectations for us, and his expectations are bigger than our problems and our disappointments. The only way that you can honor this incredible price that he paid is to take a stand on what it means. And one of the things it means is we never give up. The Apostle Paul said, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So stand firm and don't let yourselves be burdened by the yoke of slavery ever again. And finally, never give up on what God has purposed for you. You see, God intends to create an amazing testimony for your life. And your comeback story is part of it. And you can't have your testimony 
until your situation seems impossible at first. It takes faith to realize it. It takes perseverance to get there. And for sure, it takes never giving up. You know, in that softball game many years ago, when Glenn went up to bat, I knew he could do it because he was the best we had. And don't you know that Christ is the one who is standing in for you when you need a hit? He's the one you can count on. He's the one who will lead your comeback. may not happen when and how you expect, but it will because he always comes through. You know, none of us had a chance without Christ. But with him, not only is there hope, but there's assurance of victory in our life. Just listen to this promise that just happens to be one of Pastor Des and Mary's favorites. Being confident of this very thing, that he which began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Are you ready for your comeback today? Well, if you are, just trust the Lord. Trust him and never give up. Never give up. Turn to the person next to you and say, never give up. God had a purpose for Jacob, the son of Isaac. God also has a purpose and a destiny for you. Stay tuned to hear how God made physical contact with Jacob to see what he was made of. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Buy Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. A woman went to the doctor and was seen by a new young doctor. And after about four minutes, she burst out of the examining room and ran screaming down the hall. An older doctor stopped her and asked her what the problem was. And she explained. So the older doctor had her sit down and relax before he marched back to confront the young doctor. What's the matter with you, he demanded. Mrs. Terry is 63 years old with four, ch- four grown children and seven grandchildren, and you told her she was pregnant? The young doctor never looked up from his clipboard and asked, does she still have the hiccups? Thanks. All right.
right, well, you try finding some. <laughs> well, this week, I've been inspired by my wife, who is in the middle of a Bible study about the patriarchs of the Old Testament. And she was fascinated with the story of Jacob, and she was telling me about it. So I listened to her, and I began to read the story myself. And I found that it is indeed an amazing story. And it's one that I'm sure that Pastor Des could spend weeks or months discussing the subject and the significance of the story of Jacob. But there was one thing about the story of Jacob that penetrated me so much that I just couldn't get, my, get, out, get it out of my mind. And that is when God asked Jacob this question. What's your name? So let me give you some quick background on this. Jacob, who was the son of Isaac, he was a good man with, let's say, a history of character flaws. And in this story, he was in a mess. He was returning to his homeland, a fairly wealthy guy. He had a large family, and he had a very large herd of animals. And he hears that his brother Esau, who in his youth, Jacob had cheated Esau out of his birthright and his father's blessing. He heard Esau was coming to meet him, and Jacob assumes to kill him. So Jacob devises a plan to give his family the best chance to survive, and then that night he crosses the river to be by himself and ponder his next move. Now here is the amazing part. The word says, so Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. And as we read on, we learn that it was God himself who had come in the form of a man no stronger than Jacob to confront him. Well, the thing that's interesting to me is that there was no grand entrance here for God. No thunder. No skies opening up. No voices announcing the Lord of Lords had arrived. He didn't even get a complete sentence here. It said, comma, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. You see, God wasn't making a statement to anyone in the world but to Jacob. So he came as a man on equal footing to challenge him, to see what he was made of. Just Jacob, all by himself, without all the deception and gamesmanship that Jacob had become so good at. You see, God had big plans for Jacob. He had a purpose. He had a destiny for him. But he couldn't do anything with him like he was. So he made contact. And in this case, he made physical contact. And God found out what he wanted to know. That Jacob would put up a fight. That he wouldn't run from conflict he would face up to his own shortcomings, and with God's help, he could overcome them. Well, during the all-night wrestling match, Jacob figured out who he was wrestling with. And at that point, I believe the wrestling was more about Jacob not willing to let God go than anything else. At one point, the word even says, the man, the man said, let me go. It's almost daylight. And Jacob said, I'll not let you go. Until you bless me. There's more to this story. But that's when this incredible question arrives. That God would ask each one of us 
in the midst of our struggles. What's your name? Who are you? What do you stand for? Who are you going to trust? Who do you belong to? What is your name? Right then and there, before God blessed Jacob, he changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Israel, which means he who struggles with God. You know, this story takes place in Genesis, way back in the beginning of things. But what a picture of the character of the God we serve. I mean, he knows that you will have struggles. And he intended it that way. He's not afraid to be challenged. He'll embrace you because he wants you to become an overcomer. He wants you to be everything that you can be in your life. So this really had impact on me this week. What's your testimony today? Are you willing to fight with God to find out who you are? I mean, what an encouraging thing to know that God is willing to wrestle with us so that we can find out who we are and what our purpose is is in him. So we don't need to be afraid of the struggle. We need to understand that God is on our side. And just like Jacob, if we'll hold on, if we'll refuse to let him go, our blessing will come. And God will know your name. Not just like Bob. And not just like Steve. But he'll know you as an overcomer in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.